Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Committed to standing out from the crowd? Jump into your next Mini at Berwick Mini Garage. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. All I can say is for 16 years I've been getting drug tested. For 10 years I've been getting hair tested. Um, AFL and AFLPA look after that. And in that 10 years I've never been told that our club has a drug cop. But until I get told that we have an issue or I can see the issue myself with my own eyes, I can only go off face value. And I've got to say, I've, I've been in the game now for 40 years. Our, our culture at the club, our men and women's programs, is the best I've seen in 40 years. I haven't been anywhere else. Gary has. And if Gary says that, you've got to take the man on his word. Obviously, I would love no article to ever get written about our club, but it has. Um, but I still stay strong that we've got a, we've, we've, we've got a good culture at our club. Um, there is things to iron out, and that's the same with every club and every society issue. So... I'm not hiding. There is there is issues, and we will make sure we get that right. But there's going to be issues every single year, whether you guys write about it or not. That any breach or any perceived breach or alleged breach of the rules is disappointing. And what we continue to do with our illicit drugs policy and the anti-doping code is provide education and training for players about the dangers involved. And we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to educate, and that's that's the key for us. At the moment, the issues with Sports Integrity Australia and that process will play out over the coming weeks and months. And and until that's done, there won't be any parallel investigation. So they're three of the key voices in the big story that continues to um, develop around Joel Smith, of course. Max Gorn, who stood up today, as he has on a number of occasions in recent times, and uh, told us all about the football club that he believes he's part of, despite one or two uh, troubling stories in recent times. Uh, obviously, we heard from uh, Gary Pert, the CEO, who sat in this very studio with um, the coach, Simon Goodwin, who sat with your sitting, Keith, Sam Edmund and Gary, late last year, discussing <laughs> mm-hmm. the situation you know that Melbourne was facing, Clayton Oliver Central to all of that, and the AFL CEO, Andrew Dillon, discussing it all. Uh, g'day to you. Thanks to the pipe and welcome to the run home on this Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon, Andy. And it, it is concerning with the whole uh, Joel Smith situation when we hear last night quite explosive news. Oh, staggering. That we heard that um, that there are more allegations. Well, I think there are a bit more than allegations. Well, there are allegations until they're proven, I mm. suppose, but um, that they're now dealing with, in my view, I don't know, whether it's, they have a ranking, but in my view, 
potentially even more serious charges when you hear the word trafficking. Now, yeah, I know that, that trafficking yeah, yeah. can mean a whole... It sends a shudder down your spine, doesn't it? When you think of mm. drugs and trafficking in the same sentence, mm. that to me takes on a, another degree of seriousness as as compared to someone who's completely done the wrong thing, of course, and, and that is tested positive. But I guess you should put a, uh, a, a disclaimer on that a little in the sense that Trafficking can mean various things in various settings. Uh, trafficking being just sharing things around, I guess, as opposed to selling it or whatever it may be. So, And we don't know any of that. So mm. uh, until those allegations are further investigated, then uh, th- they are simply that, allegations so, and charges that he has to uh, front up to to no, try and justify or defend himself. No doubt. So, so the question I've got for you and anybody else who wants to join in on this question, right? Cause we, we can't mm. discuss the... Minutia of the of the the allegations laid in front of Joel Smith. They're they're many and varied now. He's up up to four, potentially up to four charges he's going to be facing. So mm. um, he, he's got a he's in a world of hurt in terms of all of that. Well, there's fresh uh, doping allegations. That's right. That's right. So mm. you know possession of um, of an illegal sub substance in their 2022 semi-final loss to Melbourne uh, was central to all of that. It's a terrible Joel Smith story. Obviously, he's central and he's it, it, it is a story about him. He finds himself now in a terrible position. But is it a terrible Melbourne story? Is it a story – what does it say about Melbourne? Well, if, if any, The mm. football club, if anything – at all. I mean, clearly mm. this – Clayton Oliver's had his issues. There was the punch-up at the French restaurant um, and, and now this. Mm-hmm. But but does what does it does it say anything more about, about Melbourne? The CEO well, and the coach come in here and defend the mm. culture. They say, yours to the CEO, your mate says it's the best one that he's been involved in in mm-hmm. 40 years. We heard that. Yep. Well, why should we doubt that or should, should we be doubting that? based on the stuff that we're hearing regarding individuals within the club. Well, as it was last year, and as I think that most people accept, that this is goes beyond just a football issue. This is a issue mm. that society is facing right now, and uh, I think that it would be naive to think that other clubs aren't don't have uh, similar challenges because of the nature of the, the, the extent that it, yeah. of which this is prevalent in society. So we're led to believe. So if you just put those together, then you're naturally going to come to an assumption, well, you'd have to be pretty naive to think that it's not going on. And some may put forward the argument that, well, the only difference between Melbourne and some other teams is they got caught. That's right. Uh, now, I think that's a bit rich because it, it casts a Why negativity. Why do you say that? Why do you well, say that? it casts that? a negativity over other clubs that may have zero but you, evidence. But you just said prior to that that mm. we would be naive to think that it isn't going on at other clubs. Well, it's not going – well, at some G- other given, clubs. Given the, 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 the reach that apparently it has uh, from a societal perspective. Yeah. Now, that's that's the view that's mm. out there, I think, that, that we heard, like I said, mm. last year and, and even more recently, they're saying, well – Hang on, this is a problem that's ripe, that, that's rife right throughout society. Mm. So then, clearly, that you, you think that these organisations are going to be uh, not have them is can be perceived to be naive on the basis that we've seen already over an extended period of time uh, evidence, like we see with Joel Smith and other players that um, that have tested positive, found to be using uh, illicit drugs and. So clearly the evidence is there that it is going on. Now, that's not the, what I'm saying is it's a little unfair because that doesn't necessarily mean that every club 
and has got a degree of this problem. If you're a coach or a CEO at, at mm. an AFL club right now, mm-hmm. uh, it, are you sitting the group down before training? Say you're training tonight. Are you getting him in the? Are you getting him mm. in the auditorium tonight? All your senior players, mm-hmm. and are you sitting them down? And are you having a word? Are you? No. Do, how often do you confront this? But Andy, how often do you mm. sit down with your group mm-hmm. if you're in that position and say, right, all cards on the table here. We don't want to find ourselves in this position. But Andy, what's going on, boys? Yep. Is but, there anything you need to tell us? Yep. But what's happening? Do you, is, do you ever do that? But the, 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 the point yeah. to answer the question is that Andy, that goes on on a such a regular basis with their education that they're oh, getting. No, no, that's so, different. So no, hang no, on, hang no, on. No. So yep. let me no, yep. no, so let me finish. Yep. So they have this this enormous I, amount of education correct. thrown I, down, thrown. Down there, yes, ongoing, yes, there, and that's so right. Now, now, when you that's have different, than no, no, this hang though. on, hang on, All just right. let me finish. So, so what happens now is you'll get a a, a, a high profile case uh, that, that's popped up. And I think that what it would be is that they'd be reinforcing all the stuff that you, they've, they've been educated on and to say, this is what we, we have to deal with. Uh, let's do our best to try and avoid it. But, but, Andy. They would have had this. Joel Smith would have had this. Yeah, I, there would have no, been no, other no. cases at other clubs where I'm, I'm sure Goody sat down with the players and said, "Listen, boys, this is what's happening over it here. Mm, let's mm. not let this creep into anything we do, you know." And and that, but it still happens. Okay, so so if that if you if you are confident that that takes place, not a hundred percent. That the education does right. Mm. That that, but you know, like I know, mm. that there will be players who are sitting in those. Oh, here we go again. Same old thing I heard last year. Of course. Got to tick the box, got to turn up. So mm. we get through the protocols and it goes in one ear and out yep. the other if it goes in one ear in the first place, mm-hmm. right? But I, but if a, if, if, if a coach sits you down in the room mm-hmm. and says, hey, listen, mm. we, need to, we need to get ahead of this now. Yep. And if you don't own up, mm-hmm. if you stay storm and then a situation like mm-hmm. this arises mm-hmm. – well, how can you ask the club to back you up? No. How do you do, hmm. do you do you do you therefore forego if the club has said right this this mm-hmm. be honest with us now, fellas, because yep. we're here to help you. We're a family. We're brothers. All that stuff you hear all the time. Mm-hmm. But you got to be honest with us. Yeah. And if you are not honest in the moment where it's but on that's the already line, happening, here. I understand that. So so what what happens? What happens well, if you, I, if you my, don't? What if, I think is a, a very significant factor in all these things that's going on is the power of the Players Association. They have put in place uh, terms and conditions for which they've all agreed to, for better or worse. So, therefore, a club does have a, a – uh, there are policies and processes in place that they – that they are forced to uh, to abide by. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've and and that's been debated a lot yeah, about yeah. the merits of yep. of this two strikes, three strikes, twenty eight strikes. All yeah, those yeah, things yeah. go yeah. go into it. So so now with what Melbourne is doing, it's not just dealing with Joel Smith, but they're also dealing with those rules and regulations that are put in place by the players' association and the unwavering support that even right now that the Players Association will still have for Joel Smith. Now, they'll say he's a knuckle. That, that privately, they'll still say, geez, he's, he's playing. What the hell is he doing? All those types of things. 
But they will still be fighting for him. Of course, because it's for the common good. Because, or they? Yeah. Well, 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 Andrew Dillon Dillon stands by, as have a litany of senior executives at the AFL prior to this, saying that our policies do work. Now, now I know the cynics out there will say it's about brand protection Mm. and and damage control, right? That's what it's about. Well, that, that's, Some of it. Well, well, I think that's an. I think that's overly cynical. I don't think. Mm. I, I think there's probably some truth to it, but I think it's overly cynical. I think they are after. They are. They know that it's an issue mm-hmm. in society, and they know that they have this. Um. This. This cohort of young men who have got money, time, and access, mm-hmm. and they probably know that they are sweet for the right for the picking, if mm-hmm. if you want to put it that way. So the, I think they the club, are, the players, the, players. The, the, the AFL with, with its rules that are signed off and they drawn feel up protected in conjunction with the players. Is that what you're saying? They yeah. feel protected. Well, I think they've got those rules in place mm-hmm. because they know they're going to have these situations bob up, and they want to help players mm. who make a bad decision work their way through it. And that gets back to the- and and they and they will say to you mm. that our policies have worked mm-hmm. because we have helped players mm. get through. Issues. That's true, but but they would and an argument that we have that we have quite regularly about here is are those rules too well? Well, that's yeah, showing too much leeway for the players who make these decisions. Well, that's 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 that it always ends up with that. And I, look, I and, and a case like this, I think that that someone say, well, here's an example that mm. if you had more stringent. Rules, and you could possibly avoid it. Now, I I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I I, I don't. Mm. But there but are that many said, that he said that yeah, yeah. that say, mm. well, this is just because they've been uh, loose with the rules or providing too much of a, a, um, a leeway yeah, that's right. for these types yeah, of infractions. Yeah. Uh, but but indiscretions. That's right. But, but, mm. but there'll be a whole lot of people listening to us right now, and I imagine the forty wings temper text machine will be reflecting of this well, there's a as lot all, of messages as it always through. is. A lot of people listening to these mm. conversations take place here and on other platforms in other places. They are believers in zero tolerance. Mm-hmm. Mate, you're my mistake, mate. You're out. If I did this mm. at my work, all of that sort of stuff. So there is definitely Well, there is an element of that. No, there is. I'm saying that. Mm. That is that is definitely a strongly held view mm-hmm. among some people when this topic arises. Do you For, believe... But I, I get back to... I feel sorry... But Andy, just I want to ask you this. Do you believe if you took an extreme view, if you took it, you get found like in Joel Smith's yep, case, when yep. you're, you're, you're tested positive, yep. provided that's all, and you actually committed the crime, yep. you're out, finished, you can no longer ever play in the AFL. Do you actually think that that's going to stop the problem? I don't think it is. No. No, I don't think it will because they're risk takers. They'll mm. think I can get away with it. No, I don't think it will. It might, it might deter some. Maybe, yep. It might deter I think some. It would, probably some, but perhaps. I, I felt. Oh, look, I, I just feel for. I, I don't. I'm, I don't know Max Gorn very well. But Everyone's I, a lot of the feedback in yep. here is talking about the trafficking, and some people yeah, are well, saying we we're knuckle- You got to understand. No, there's different. Yeah, there is on. trafficking doesn't necessarily because we all equate trafficking to yeah. what it is in society. And yeah. You're selling. You're doing it for profit. Those types <laughs> of things. But in this set of circumstances, and as I have read, or from what I have read, I should say, the trafficking from a sports performance, and as far as Asada is concerned, it can be you're just distributing. It doesn't necessarily mean 
that you're out there trafficking like you, we would see when we look at the news and a drug trafficker. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not so, – so, yeah, no, it's a you know, it's, yeah, vast I, I encourage those that aren't aware. Just, just read up about yeah, the differences. Yeah. It is, it is yeah. a word that does trigger a reaction. It There's does. no question about that. And I can that. understand that. Yeah, so, so can I. John's in Elwood. Uh, Johnny, welcome to the show. Oh, okay, guys. Um, I just wanted to talk about Max Vaughan's comments of um, – not knowing about any drug culture or any problem at the Melbourne Football Club. He's been tested for the last 11 years and everything's fine. Well, I think all he had to do was speak to the ex-president who went to the AFL because he wanted to sack the coach because he thought there was a drug problem at the club. Well, that that might have been the observations of the ex-president, John, but you're either going to take Max at his word or you're not. I mean, what he said today was pretty categoric. Mm. Unless I see it or someone tells me about it, uh, I'm going to use what I know to be the truth in front of me. Now, unless Max is just standing up there not telling the truth. It's not, and, un- and, uh, it's uh, not unreasonable for Max Gorn to have had no knowledge of, of course, anyone I, taking cocaine. I do not, that is not unreasonable. I do not find that unbelievable. No, not at all. I do not. I 100% agree. I, I, I think that there is – but if you uh, – in a leadership situation, you're not involved in that part of it. There's different demographics. There's all you can be very close with and, someone and have no and, idea that they're they're doing that stuff. They, and they might be telling you lies. Mm. You might be asking a bloke a question to his face, mm. and he says, "No, Max, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, mate. I promise you. Okay, good enough for me. Yeah. I'll trust you." Mm. Tony's in East Bentley. Oh, can we get to Tony before the break? You're to- far away, Tony. Uh, gentlemen, I'd just like to give you a hypothetical. Player X gets tested positive, goes before sports integrity, the phone gets nabbed, and they find text messages going everywhere. And there's player Y, y that receives some illegal substance from player X. Mm-hmm. And player Y gets a knock on the door from sport integrity mm-hmm. and says, oh, I gave it for my girlfriend. Is player Y eligible for sanctions oh, under no. that scenario? I would think so. I would think it's been in the research. Yeah, Yeah. been in research. You've received it. You've been able to Mm. to get it. So, of course, you would. Mm. Mm. Um, And so, this goes to the trafficking nature of the charges that uh, are being levelled against Joel Smith. And we need to know more. We need to know more detail before we can have clarity about what it actually means and and the breadth of the trafficking. So. Uh, and we'll have to wait for all of that mm. to come out if, in fact, it ever does. Uh, it's Tradies Out for Ace Gutters, Australian made built to last. Uh, we're here for Berwick BMW, committed to standing out from the crowd. Jump into your next mini at Berwick Mini Garage. More of your calls on the other side of the break. A couple of new segments today, too. I'm going to do this thing with, uh, I think, called Who Am I? It never been done before. Like, like. No, no, it's a new one. Brand new for us. We're going to have a crack at it at some stage. Today. Well, there's uh, all sorts of commentary coming uh, through thick and fast uh, regarding this story. And some of it is worthwhile and some of it is absolute cockamamie. Well, some yes. people, I think... No, some of it is ridiculous. Well, well they're, 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 a lot of people are critical of you in particular, but uh, me as as well, I mm. guess, because we they are, they are equating this to what took place with Essendon. I ha- I, this is staggering to me. Mm. How no, you can complete. line these two up and say they're exactly the same. No, they're not. They're not even. It, there's nothing. No, there's, there is no similarity between the no, two of them. Completely different. And now, I, understand, both... I understand the pain and suffering that Essendon supporters continue to harbour. Mm-hmm. I've got no issues with you feeling aggrieved. No problems. 
but one was an orchestrated club wide or well play group playing group wide um, uh, program that took players offside to inject mm. them with something we still don't know what is. And yes, of course there was some there was a lot of collateral damage, and some of it you can argue has been grossly unfair. Mm-hmm. But how you can line that up where, where there was several staff members involved in the implementation mm. of that said uh, program? Mm-hmm. How you can line that up with one? At the moment, there's one bloke at Melbourne mm. who's facing mm-hmm. charges. Mm-hmm. One person. Yeah. How you can line the two up mm-hmm. and say uh, double standards, it's completely well, beyond me. And a lot of people, I think, uh, and I'm just trying to pick a few here because we've had a lot, a lot of messages coming through. But a lot of people, I don't know whether they're listening or maybe my ability and your ability to articulate what's taking place may, be may come into it'll question. Be your, it'll be yours. Probably mine. My, this on. is, this is bordering on irresponsible by you too, so Why? you're included. Okay. Andrew, your take on trafficking versus dis, dis, distributing. Yeah. I didn't think I had a take, but anyway, uh, I, there was no take. It's just trying to explain. It's simply wrong. There are thousands of people in jail for selling small quantities of drugs, but that's the point. We don't know whether he, in this instance, the trafficking, he may not have sold it. Now, he may have. I'm not saying he no, has. We don't but, know. But the we word don't know. trafficking in this instance. Anyway, yeah. would you defend those people? Those that are yeah, caught yeah, yeah. driving, or wave their actions away as harmless distribution. Did we wave it away as harmless? No, 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 no. He's talking about the people mm. in jail for all that. No, he's saying that he's making the assumption that we have waved away what Joel Smith has done on no, the distribution I, as no. as harmless. No, of course not. No, no. I'm sorry to say this, but it sounds a little like white crime versus dark crime. Not good enough. I hope you read this out from Ben. White crime versus dark crime. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that, know that is. Mm. What is that? Uh, I think one is might be. I don't know. All right. All right. Look, it's it's elicited a lot of uh, reactions, and we'll take a few more calls on the other side of the break. We're here for uh, Berwick BMW, committed to standing out from the crowd. Jump into your next mini at Berwick Mini Garage. Ace Gutters for uh, uh, tradies out for Ace Gutters, Australian made, built to last. Mick, you'll lead off the batting after the latest from the newsroom. Uh, I look forward to hearing what you've got to say when we uh, find out what's making news out there. Take the evening channel 10 days. Yeah. Hey. Before the bounce or something? Before the game. Before the game. No, but it was the start of their footy coverage back in the day. Yeah, I know. Here we go. The five-minute warning. (laughs) Thank you. Still one of the greatest things. And why don't quarters used to sell that brilliantly? And there should be... Somebody should bring it back, even if it's just for one game a week. Anyway, mm-hmm. enough of that. It is on everywhere in here, boys. Spot fires all over the place. <laughs> oh, famous call. Uh, Michael's in North Geelong. Fire away, Mickey. <laughs> Andy, Gazy, welcome back for the first time today. Thank you, um, oh, thank you, thank you Mickey. Do you think? Do you think Melbourne really need to draw a line in the sand? <laughs> That's... That's clever yeah, by no, you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I think That's it's, clever it's, it's so clever that Michael should pick a prize up, I would have thought. Yes, Michael. You've won a... Oh, hey, Michael. This is extraordinary prize. You've won a Samsonite Marcus Eco backpack. And you know what? It's valued at 249 See, adding a little bit of levity into an otherwise very levity. serious situation uh, can pick you up a little Samsonite gift on the way through the Marcus Eco backpack. Well done to you, Michael. <laughs> Eric's in Donk. Eric. Should be more of them. It's the great Australian name. What is it, Eric Banner, coming on your He's show? He's on the show tomorrow night. It's the great Australian name. Eric. Eka. Is, it, is that Australian? Eric. 
typically stereotypically well, I Australian? Think, I don't think it is, but it's it's mm. clearly all names come from somewhere else. What is an Australian name? What is an Australian name? I think yeah. Mm. Daniel Fogarty. Banjo. 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 I like it. Uh, Eric, uh, far away, mate. G'day, fellas. Great to have you back. Listen, I think the key words here is trafficking. Now, I'm sorry to say this. Mm -hmm. This smells of a cover-up by the AFL, even the media, because at the end of the day, whichever way you say it, it's trafficking. Now, let me just um, give you an example, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah, it depends what the example is, Eric, but yeah, keep going. Carl Williams. Right. And Tony Macbell yeah. were traffickers. Yep. Yeah, but that, but the. Yeah, no, keep, yeah, that oh, was, sorry. Yeah, so you're not. Oh. No, but Eric, the, the point I was trying to make as I was reading through this, and maybe I got this wrong, I don't think I have, but in, in this instance, let's just say someone purchases a certain quantity of an illicit, an illicit drug. drug. Say cocaine. 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 Blow. <laughs> They've got that, all right. And they say, hey, you guys come, I want to give you I'm some I'm having of this. a party. I'm having a, don't charge them or anything. Just, just, hey, yeah, this is on me. Give that. Now, my understanding is in this instance. Can that, that be considered, be, that can be considered trafficking. trafficking. Can it really? My, that's my, you don't so have to. I would never have known that. Or what if they said, oh, listen, I've got it here. I'm just going to be, uh, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be the, the in-between person sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So yes, it's horrific. It's bad. It's it's uncalled for. It's shocking, and it should be punished severely. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. that. I'm learning but, stuff from you today. No, I, didn't, but, I didn't know. Well, this. I could have it horribly yeah, wrong, yeah. but but it does. It's it's equating it to Tony Mockbell. No, that that's just that's going way. Saying, yeah, that's going way too got, far. It, it's probably gone a bit too far. Oh no, it's beyond a bit too far. Mm. Oh, next we're going to get Pablo Escobar into the conversation at some stage, and but then we have actually jumped the shark. I would have thought, but. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I, I must admit, when I heard about this for the oh, first time last either. night, and I heard the word trafficking, and I wish I could pick out. Where I, I thought, read it. I, I, right now, as a Melbourne Footy Club, is a bad place to be. Right Correct. now, that's what was, was my initial thought. And I was thinking the same. And that's when I was reading this uh, article. And so and you're was, educating me, and hopefully the rest well, of us. Hopefully, I've read it right, and it's because I read it. You know, you and I have both been ploughing through all the details. Oh, so here. much detail, and. Um, you know, sometimes I'd like to go back and find it. Now, I'm trying to find where I well, read this information. You've got an outbreak coming up at some stage, so oh, find it. A lot. Look at them all. Alan's all in, no, a, lot of paper, a lot of paper in front of us mm. right now. Alan's in, I feel like uh, Farney Willis in a court case the other day. Mm. Uh, that's a very obscure reference. She had a lot of paper in front of her. But anyway, don't worry about it. That was in the... Um, don't worry about it. Your man's. Oh, fantastic. Well, he's moving some units with the shoes. <laughs> no, apparently he's running into some problems. Oh, well, he's not allowed to have red soles, and they've no. got red soles. So he's in trouble, I think. Uh, he might be facing another court case for copyright breach. But anyway, I'm not sure about any of that. Alan's in Bentley, wants to have a chat right. about this uh, troubling situation. Apparently, we'll, we'll trace this down because we've had some advice that there, there was a lawyer on Tim and Gary this morning right? who uh, who broke it down. So we'll try and track down some right, of that I'll find some of that. See if, uh, see if we, how far Particularly off. if it supports your, uh, well, your situation, your, your point of view. I'm pretty loose with my... Definition. Oh, it was Justin Quill, was it? It was on with the boys. Okay. I will try and find a bit of that. As I said, particularly if it underlines the point you're making. I don't know if it will. Alan's in Bentley. Good afternoon. Do you help? Yeah, good day, fellas. Just before I get to my point, um, for getting on the radio again, I'm going to cop a lot of grief at the uh, Bentley Bowling Club uh, 
with my teammates for getting on radio again. Oh, I'll just tell and, them to uh, go and get nodded. We're final this week against uh, Blackburn, so go to the Bentley Benders. Ah, good luck. Good luck to you, Hal, and your teammates. Yeah. So, look, with this issue, mate, I've been on the radio before as an ex-drug addict myself uh, with ice for many years, 10 years clean, but it really gets up my nose, mate. I'm a forklift driver, warehouse dude. If I rocked up to work on drugs and it was proven, I would get the sack. Why we keep giving these guys one strike, two strikes, three strikes, it, it's beyond me. Right? If they're guilty, they're gone. They're getting paid $800,000 a year. It makes the rest of us sick. Um, like, they have a duty of care. If they're taking drugs on the field, there's a duty of care there. Mate, we've got to get it tougher. That's as simple as that. Yeah, well, it's it's not a view that is not shared by some, Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever you get a situation like this, the the AFL the, and it's a multi-layered um, drug code that the players sign up to. There's you know game day and then the illicit. So we we understand the the differences between the two. Um, but whenever we get a story like Joel's, Alan, you come from a very you know worthwhile perspective for us to have a listen to here. Um, the AFL's policy, in fact, both policies. Mm-hmm. Are, un- are put under stress. Mm-hmm. And the game is always forced to defend um, the policies that the players sign up to play under. So, Al, thanks for your call, mate. Great to hear that you're in good nick. Good and, luck on the um, weekend, yeah, Al. We wish you uh, all the very best against the Blackburn uh, the Blackburn Bandits on the weekend, Al. Uh, Tim's in Nanargoon. Uh, again, it's the big topic. Uh, the I can see smoke coming out of the actual... 40 Wings tempered text machine. It's moment. burning. It's sparking at the back. This is um, this is a record for the year. There's no doubt about that. Good afternoon to you, Timothy. Yeah, boys. Just a quick one. I think what Daisy's trying to say is correct. Basically, everyone here is trafficking and ultimately thinks that yep. you know it's a it's a criminal it's a criminal uh, issue. Whereas trafficking by law, the the way they uh, the anti-doping people. They, they use the word trafficking, but it sort of more takes the distributing. Yes. Maybe they should have used something like that instead of... Yeah, that's the point. ...straight out to everyone, because everyone automatically draws that conclusion. Yes. That this guy's... Scarface. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're spot on, Gazy. Great mm. work. Good no, on you, Tim. So Gaze, he's, he's up and about again now, oh, Tim. Yeah. He was just confidence. getting, he was just, he was sort of withdrawing into himself a little bit as the show was uh, unfolding. But your call has really perked him up. And and I'm getting a lot of positive. Gaze is, for once, not sure that's all that uh, correct. And then it goes on. I don't like the for once part of it, but oh. there's, uh, yeah. No, there you go. So I think the word, as we said right from the word go, the word... That's tra- my point. The original yeah, point was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you hear the word trafficking... Oh, no, no good. You're thinking this is Scarface. No good, bro. Mm. No good. Hey, uh, we've got to get to the break. Is our man Jetta? Is our man Jetta going to be calling the Olympics for the Nine Network? Is he going to be the main man? Can you tell me more hey. about that? Oh. No, nah, will you tell... <laughs> Well, you're part of the team. I know, that's right. Well, you can tell me more about this. The big story is that G. Waitley's well, going to be sitting in the biggest chair that... of them all, calling the track and field. Mm. Uh, well, you know, you can tell me more about this. Oh, on I can't. Side. Like, oh, we'll just make something up. It's 20 minutes uh, to I'm four. Good, I'm good at that. I wouldn't say thin skin, but he took it personally. <laughs> 
All I said was, why would you be surprised that it was... And he said that, it, well, you know, it's been much more competitive than that. Mm. And fair enough. Right. But I have read where Scotty Pippen, he says, he lashed the All-Star game. Mm. He says, I think we've been seeing this for the last few years. So he says, mm. you shouldn't be surprised. Was that Scotty Stephen Pippen? Stephen A. Smith, there's a problem for the NBA. It's been the case for a number of years. So all my point was, that it's been like this for a few years. Why would we be surprised that it was a lacklustre affair? Do you think that he overreacted, Andy? No, I don't. I think he was, or not. He was entertaining. Was, was he? he? They made me laugh. Did they? They did make me laugh. <laughs> yeah. So that was nice and gentle. No, it was nice. And, uh, yeah, Scotty in the age today, he's come out and uh, wholeheartedly supported, supported the position that I took in regards to the uh, NBA All-Star game. Mm. And and uh, I'm glad that the Gary's gone back, had a bit of a think about what he said and, and just sort of backed off. Oh, I'm not... I'm not sure I read it exactly that way. Just disappointed in Tim. No, Tim does. Mm. Tim is the ultimate. Two-shot like, Tim. He's, what? Two-shot Tim. What does that mean? Well, our man Julio's going to come in a little bit oh, later. Oh, yeah, Wispy Watch. That's our, and new, that's our other segment. That we're, he's got some data yes. on our man Tim. Yeah, yes. And it's getting to a stage where there might need to be just a bit of an intervention. Yes. Because he's gone down the uh, look at me, look at me uh, well, well, approach. He, well, according to Samaran here, not all of Wispy. us. Well, according to Julio, he's the one that's got the data. I'll leave it to Julio. Well, let, well, let Julio. We need to listen to the Wisp. That's one of our new segments today, uh, Wispy Watch and uh, Who Am I? So there's a bit of that. Hey, I don't know whether we've got They're the... very entertaining, the boys. They start at 6. If you haven't checked out the program, 6 to 9 every... Oh, no, no, I shouldn't not say every. every. No, don't do Tuesday, that. Most Tuesdays, Thursday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, three-day most week of operators them. these days. You've got to keep the thoroughbreds fresh. You got to keep the absolute where the where the workhorses down here. We just That's churn right. it out uh, five days a week. Going uh, all the, over the state. It, who is we do? Oh, that's right. Wherever the, anyone. In fact, wants we'll it. go interstate. Well, have we done? No, we haven't done. Have we done that? Well, King, is that Tasmania? Is that? Oh, my the, word, we have. Thank <laughs> oh, my, you. My word, we have. Hang on, I have got a cough. Talk for a minute. Sorry. Well, there's um. Been that's a lot right. going, you, yeah, you've, you keep going. Uh, there's been a lot going on uh, right across uh, the NBA. Uh, oh. Spectrum as well. Okay. Well, you gave me a minute. Yeah, I oh, know. It's uh, amazing. It's like, you go on. What's going on well, in the NBA Spectrum? I don't know whether we've got the audio, but I was astounded. <laughs> JJ Reddick, he's becoming one of my favorites. Oh, good man. Uh, he's many years in the NBA. He has come out and he played for Doc Rivers, and Doc Rivers has taken over the job. He took over the, the head coaching job at the Milwaukee Bucks well, when they were 33 and 13. And it hasn't gone well. Three and seven, I think, since they took it over. Well, JJ Reddick absolutely launched on. Um, oh, oh, we don't we have it on, on uh, Doc nope. Rivers. But what nope. he said, he's. He, he, <laughs> He said that we haven't got that audio. He said he, he said it was boring. No, I don't. I don't. Know, I said it was boring. Uh, I was. I couldn't believe it from uh, a, a former player of um, Doc Rivers come out and he said he, he's always got an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. It, it, it's it's. He says I've seen the trend. I've mm. seen the trend for years, and the trend is always making excuses. Right. Right. Okay, you're not interested. <laughs> right. Don't just say that. We move on. Next. Oh, uh, I'm not interested, to be honest. No, that's no. interesting. That is interesting. This is too high profile. Oh, yeah, I'm very interested, and you've sold the story well. 
Uh, can I give you another what about little... Mbappe? What about, what about him? Mbappe! Yeah, Real Madrid. My man, he's he... going to go to Real Madrid. Yeah, of course, that's one of the worst kept secrets in the world of sport. It's disappointing. I'm a bit of a uh, Paris Saint-Germain fan. I've got the shirt, I've got the gear. Uh, well, a lot of people, I reckon, have invested heavily in the PSG gear, and uh, that'll be now they're not going to know what to do with it. No, you never They'll know. never watch him again. And they may never ever. Have they ever won a Champions League? No, they, no, two they never years will. ago, I think they. they never 2020? Will. Spend all the money you like, Paris Saint Germain. You're never well, going to win one. They got to the final. They got to the final. They didn't win it. No, you no. Win it, mate. When you spend well, the money. they're not easy to win. When you're spending the money they're spending, you better win one. Oh, there's a lot of them that throw around the cash. That is true, but they uh, they, they got Mbappe. Well, the, you know, Mbappe. You the good... If you can't win it with Mbappe, you're never going to win one. Mbappe, what happened is it looks like he's going to do the right thing. He's been there seven years, and I was read yep. a story that he's actually talking about maybe signing with back with uh, Paris Saint-Germain and then all in so he can, yeah, so they can, so they can actually pick up, you know, mm. 100, 200 mil for the, uh, that all? the switcheroo. Right. Hey, the I don't West, think it's that much. But... The West Australian newspaper, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to pick a fight with somebody who buys ink by the barrel, so I'm not doing that. But if they care about Harley Reid... And Harley Reid's longevity in the state of Western Australia, particularly with the West Coast Eagles, a football club. Mm-hmm. You had some ridiculous stat when we first came back on air. 30. It'd been on the back page of the paper. Yes. 30 out of 35 days. It might have even been more than that. But, yeah, that's just something like that. It hasn't played a game yet. So Not... 30 or 35 days, the name mm-hmm. Harley Reid or a story about him had been on the back page of yep. the West Australian. Well, today they've gone with a big back page photo, Reedy Steady Cook, and there's a photo of him wearing the chef's outfit. Well, it's a big story. Must yeah. read, superstar teen sensation, reveals strange sandwich-based lunchtime ritual. This will bob up on uh, on uh, Media Watch. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a bit so sort of cockamamie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if they – I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to be Harley Reid in that state and waking up every single morning mm-hmm. and seeing your name and your face slapped all over the newspaper. You haven't even played a game of footy yet. Yes. It must be – potentially no. it must be suffocating. Well, perhaps. I think right now where it's all good news stories, you haven't played a game, so that it's all real positive ba- stuff. My point is this. Back off. Back off and let the kid find his feet in the state and play some footy. And – and cover him, cover him fairly. Don't put all these expectations. Because if, if it becomes overbearing, eight. Oh, I think he's cut. I think every time I've heard him speak, and he came on our program, oh, you know how you can just listen to a guy and you just feel like he's well-equipped to deal with this type of scrutiny? He's Now, you're right. It can become... You're not, is it? Very, very intense. Apparently, it's not real, that back page. What are you telling me? It's a fake. Uh, you, Eddie, what do you mean it's fake? Why would you run with a fake story? Oh, I thought it was real. Posted by... That's farcical. Oh, that's far. That oh, is no. farcical. Oh, no. I'm actually going to use the real word Josh there. Gallup's got me. I've fallen for a Josh Gallup gag. I think it's all... I take it all back. I'm the idiot. I'm a fool. Well, actually, Andy... I've completely fallen for that. Well, you partially oh, have. Oh, that's so disappointing. I'm disappointed in no, myself. No, no, you've partially have, but when you think it is on the back page... No, don't, don't butter up. I'm trying to defend no, you No, don't. No, that is a bad... That is a days. big bad by me. <laughs> It did seem a little... that Now, Nicky Negg's letting me know that back page of Harley Road posted oh, by Josh Gallup isn't real. Research is oh, just not a suburb out in this, uh, the eastern suburbs, oh, Andy. I need, to have, I need to have a long oh, look at myself. Here you go. It's in the northern, that's right. What did you or say? Or northeast. Is it sort of no, northeast? No, northern. It's in the northern? Research is not out in the northern... Su- it's not just a suburb out in the northern suburbs, Andy. I'm very disappointed in you. Honestly... 
you pride yourself. You've just... Can we edit this segment out of the show? We can't, and you should. You know what this is? This is punishment for you for cutting me off with my basketball stories. You didn't have the audio. I do now. Oh, a bit late now. Right, three minutes past four. Uh, It's time for us to reprise Who Am I? It's been too long. Way too long. So we're going to play two bits of audio. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a short version, uh, and then there's the longer version. Yes. We've only got two bits because we think you'll get it. Yep. There are prizes, however. Well, more prizes if you get the short version. Yep. There's than if you get the long version. That's right. And there, there are two. There possibly three, but there's certainly two. If you get it right from the top, possibly three. What? Uh, versions, isn't there? Just the two. Okay, we're only going with the two. Well, let's make sort of. I don't know why you didn't listen to me, but oh, I guess drama. after the Josh Gallup. Uh, f- fiasco. You I didn't got every, trust you. Got every reason not to trust me. <laughs> I didn't trust well you. Well done to you, Joshy. Well, well done, son. If, so we're going to play a short version, and if you think you know who it is, mm. this is what you can win. Yeah. You can win 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart at the beautiful Club Mandalay. Go check it out at clubmandalay.com.au. We're going to throw in a Signet Boost Power Bank oh. valued at forty four ninety five, um, And then... The Samson um, Samsonite Marcus Eco Backpack. That's if you get... The long, the short version. Well, can you just finish? Well, you were looking around like you didn't know where to go because it's in a different <laughs> no, colour. No, it's because that is the grand prize. So if you don't get – so the grand prize, of course, if you get what the early one, you've won a Samsonite Marcus Eco's ba- backpack valued at 249 That's if you answer it early. If you don't answer it early, then you just get those first two prizes. Yeah, but if you answer it early, you get all three. That's right. All right. So what you don't you get the that? Samsonite if you, if you don't – Get it in the first section. I know. I don't know why you just didn't say that. Well, I was about to, but you rudely <laughs> cut me off. It sounded like you lost your way. No, I was I just know how your to brain works. No, no. I know how your brain works. And the first two prizes are in blue. And the Samsonite Marcus Eco backpack is in I black. I trying to pump up the Samsonite. Oh, and you've just, you, did, you just bypassed it. Just play the music <laughs> or the, 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 the speech or whatever it is you're going to play. <laughs> Here it is. Here's the first bit. That was a great night. Okay, if you know who that is... Do you know who that is? Of course I do. Straight That's off a the... very, very distinctive voice. You don't? Uh, no. Wow. I do not. Very distinctive. I like the direction we're going. Let's go to James in Faulkner. Jim Bob. Who am hey, I? Hey. James, you know who that was? Yeah, Scotty Pippen. Oh, this is sort of... Oh, that is ridiculous. That's a quick hit. It's a very quick... He's played a longer version for us there, Roderick. That was a great night. A lot of beautiful people there, a beautiful room. Players were very professional, so uh, it was an awesome event. It's a beautiful voice, isn't it? It It is. is a beautiful voice. And that is, of course, when Scotty Pippen was at the awards night for the NBL on uh, Monday night. Well, James has just blown everyone out of the water and shocked me, I've got to say. That is outstanding. I'm surprised you didn't pick that up. No. Uh, A Samsonite Marcus Eco backpack valued at 249 coming your way. You're going to go play some golf at Club Mandalay. Check it out. People can go along there and get a round of golf with drinks and a cart midweek for just 99 bucks. Thank you. Not each. That's for two. Uh, And uh, you've won a Signet Boost Power Bank valued at 44.95. Excellent work, James, and thank you to... 24 hours a day. Uh, Signet Boost Power Bank will power your phone, tablet, and earbuds. 24 hours a day. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much indeed. (laughs) I like Who Am I? That was over far too quickly. Uh, but I, uh, I like the, I like the whole concept. Mm. And you two have been, you three, I should say, have been working on that for a while. That was your whole off season was taken, uh, <sighs> taken up with coming up with that. I as wasn't a new aware segment. of it, and until, I like uh, it. I like it a lot. 
I, I, you were in the same meeting that I was, so that's um, no. You, you're just as much a part of it. I know you're a bit upset because you've made the uh, the blunder of being. Oh no, that'll that'll haunt me for the rest of the, the whole day. <laughs> yeah, I've been galloped. You've been <laughs> Joshy galloped. I've been galloped. Mm. Uh, Julio's going to join us after the break to talk some uh, footy. Boz is going to join us before we're done. Uh, we're going to get off air uh, early today because. The Australia v New Zealand T20 game from Wellington is going to be filling your airways after five o'clock. So we've got uh, two for two, gonna, two, two. We've got to get out of the way uh, and make way for all of that. You raised a, uh, a story that was worth having a chat about um, regarding school sport. You're a bit fascinated by all of this. I am. And this is, uh, well, I, I need you to explain because I didn't go to a private school and I never went to a school that uh, demanded and legislated that you had to play sport. But uh, Halbury is one of the uh, APS. Correct. Is that how you describe yeah, no, no, it? APS yep, schools, yep. Uh, private school. And they are changing their policies where their students used to have to play two different semesters of uh, sport. Or well, two seasonal sports. One, yeah. Yeah, 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 yep. And uh, you could choose whatever sport it is, but you had to... You had to play a sport. You had to play. Hmm. Well, they are... Uh, not going to enforce that and allow their students to choose other paths, choose other things. Choose that, not to play sport yeah. if they don't want it. Now, I read this story. It was in, I think it was in the Herald Sun. Correct. Susie O'Brien wrote the story. That's right. And you know how you read between the lines of stories? Yeah, I know you do. You love reading between the lines And I could be wrong here, yeah. but to me, this is a take on uh, two things that okay. stuck out to me. Go on. One is it's expensive. You got to pay coaches. You got to have uh, other staff with the hours that they've got to do. Yeah, no. So it can be, it can put some cost burdens upon the school. Mm-hmm. They might be relatively minor, but nevertheless, there is cost burdens. So mm-hmm. if you eliminate that, then you're going to eliminate uh, some of your costs. And I also believe that there's a lot of kids out there said, "I don't want to play sports. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to have to go out there and and." Play game, yeah, play these like games. I don't like it. And they've gone to their parents and said, Mum and Dad, I don't want to do this. And Mum and Dad calls up in schools, this is ridiculous. It's it's Saturday mornings. It's no. potentially, after, potentially after school. Mm-mm. It is, Andy. Where does it say that in the story? I didn't read that. I said I'm reading between the lines. No, the bit's about after school and Saturday mornings. Well, I'm think... assuming that's when they're going no. to play some of these sports. Oh, no. And they're going, well, we don't want to have to make that commitment. The, the, my, my kids don't want to have to do it. So there's been probably some pressure coming from ultimately who are the customers, yeah. the the uh, the, the parents families, who are forking out the you and know. they've they've put in place and gone in there and voiced their concerns and they've decided to change. Now the good thing is, and I actually think uh, the principal of the school, uh, Derek Scott, justified it beautifully mm. by saying that, well, no, we're not going to enforce them to be playing sport, but. And that'll allow them to pursue other activities that may not be sport to dedicate that time uh, to it. But to me, uh, I like the idea of of sport. Now, I don't think it should be compulsory. compulsory. No, no, it shouldn't be compulsory. This is my point. But, Andy, what I do like is finding and giving students exposure to as many sports as they Couldn't possibly agree can. More. Couldn't agree with you more. So therefore they might be able to find their passion rather than pigeonholing them into a the more traditional sports. No, couldn't agree with you more. And these, from my understanding of these schools, they offer a broad range of uh, sporting uh, pursuits, all mm. sorts of stuff, uh, from archery to yes. golf to the traditional crickets and footies and basketball, the whole, the whole box and dice. But, but 
this is the intra the intra clubs the intra school stuff the, the house sport if you like. I don't think this is. Oh, I think it's for both. Isn't no, it? I don't think it is. No, no, no. So no. it's still compulsory to. No, it's never been compulsory to play inter school sports at any school, as far as I'm aware. They do not make every student on a weekend play sport. Well, I think some of them are on scholarship, would probably have to. No, no, well, that's a complete. And you look at these footy. Of course, if you go on a school like this on a sporting scholarship, you're going to have to play sport for the school. Well, that's right. That is, that is a given. Otherwise, you won't be going to that school. Well, that's you correct. Not so it your is fees, compulsory for some. If you are on a scholarship, correct. 100% it would be. Exactly. No question. But that's why you're at the school to mm-hmm. play to further your sporting. Uh, pursuits, right? Um, but but my point is a pretty simple one. Why make kids participate in sport if they if they don't like it? Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I, I I can't remember. Look, it must have been well, what compulsory. About, what I can't remember it being that way. What about saying, well, you've why got do you make fi- them do it? Well, because of the, I think there's well documented health benefits. No to question sport about and that. Yep, social yep, benefits. Sure. There's a whole bunch of things you can point to to say yep. that can understand why you want to encourage your kids to... 100%. I agree with that. To, to participate yep. in sport. And, and it gets back to the point. I think that it'd be great if you, if you could find a just such a diverse range of activities yeah. for which they can find their passion. Sure, but not everybody... I know this is hard mm. for us to believe this, but not everybody likes sport. Andy, all APS school sports are on Saturday. No, no, That's you're, not, the you're not listening machine. to you're not this is five eight five. Yeah, there's you're not listening to me. Mm. That there the schools where you play against the sport where you play against other schools, mm. that is on But the don't way- you have to choose don't don't the no. students have to have one of those? No, not, no. not to my knowledge. Okay. I think you're told I think what this story is about, and I, I can I, I'm very happy to be uh told otherwise. I think it's the kind of house sport stuff that happens within the school hours. Mm. So oh, that, that, that's no, a, I think that's that's like a PE class well, you're that's, talking that's about. Quite, well, that's exactly what it is. It's the, sort of an extension of that. The house sport takes place no, during school is, hours. Well, when you're playing against the other schools, okay. that is on the weekends. And I've never known any school. I don't think that's what this story is. I've about. never known. Well, uh, can you imagine mm-hmm. that every single student, it is compulsory that they have to on a weekend go and play sport against another school uh, that they don't want to participate in? What hmm. what are you doing that for? That, that can't be what this story is about, surely. No, you make a good point. It but can't be. Maybe it is. I, I'm just reading the article. Oh, I think and this that's is... how it's. That's how I've interpreted it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's um, not the case. No, well, there's a bunch of people on the line who want to join. Oh, it's good. funny, school sport and this sort of stuff always elicits uh, a reaction. But um, yeah, no, it does mm. seem it does seem um, that. That Halebury certainly going to lead mm. uh, a direction here that seems to be something that's developing at a lot of these schools where sport has been, um, you know, very very prominent. Uh, Matt's in Phillip Island. Good afternoon to you, mate. Boys, boys, how are we doing today? Good, good, good thank good. you, Matty. <laughs> that's the way. I'm not going to name any names, mm-hmm. especially because I don't necessarily know them all. But my niece, well, I do know her name, but my niece played football for her school for more than one season. Yep. And not something that she wanted to do, but it had to happen on a Saturday morning. My sister would take her, go watch, and never collected over those seasons a single stat. So she was just there. Mm. Just not a, a knock-on, yeah. not a handball, not a, or definitely not a tackle. You don't want to get in the way of those. Um not, not a single stat, but she went, she participated in inverted commas. I'm doing that thing with my fingers right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, 
and because she went and was there, um, she fulfilled the requirement. So she was forced to play weekend sport outside of school and hours. it's overwhelmingly coming off the temper text oh, well, machine okay, that well, it is compulsory. Well, handy. well, at the private school that I went to, it mm. certainly was not. Mm, okay. It certainly was well, that's not. That's how I interpreted it, because you're uh, right, it wouldn't uh, be a story. Uh, 100% it was not. Well, it must be. It, I don't think this would be a story if this, if what you're talking about. So she goes on to say here, it comes a week after the Herald Sun revealed the APS is reviewing its sporting program due to the battle to attract teachers, rising costs and waning levels of interest from students. Mm. That is the APS. Essendon Grammar was a compulsory summer and winter sports school when I was there. But you had to play sport on weekends. Yes. Every student had to play sport on weekends. It's compulsory for Saturday sport at APS schools from year oh, well, seven. That is extraordinary. Well, five, seven, two. Well, I can't believe it. I never went to an APS school. So Daisy I, is right. APS school coach here. APS schools force coach. kids to play on weekends. Yes. Well, that Otherwise, is staggering. it's not a story. Because no, I, I could. That is so hard to believe. I thought it must have been the intra mm. school stuff, not the inter school stuff. Yeah. I can't believe that that has ever been the case. That right. is, I can't believe it's taken this long well, for parents to wake up. Pretty strong. Well, I have been educated again. Andy, Marson College, where you and I went, made it compulsory. They, Just ask Mr. Abbott they, and Vaughan Cleary. They never made it. Well, unless it changed. Maybe because you were doing it, you were probably involved, so you I didn't. Could, think I could of name it. half the blokes in my class who didn't play school, okay. sport at school. I'm just half of them, at least. So now do you? No, I don't. Do, staggered. Does it change I'm staggered. your view. I'm staggered. On this one, because part of the story and, and part of what um, Susie O'Brien was saying is that what well, might have been the principal that was uh, quoting it was saying it will allow the uh, their football players that pl- have to play in there because they don't have to do it over two yeah, semesters yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll allow them to go play with the in the AFL system, in club system, not just in the school system. Oh, uh, this is that's well, it's. Yeah, well, that's an extraordinary development, if that's that, the case. Mm, and he's, Xavier uh, compulsory? Yeah, well, these are the APS schools. I've got mm. no experience experience with them, obviously. Mm. Andy's in St Kilda. Uh, you want to buy, uh, weigh in on this one too, Andy? Yeah, the AGS definitely was a um, compulsory um, football to, uh, well, sports on a weekend, um, even to the point where we had Wayne Swass playing with us and he had to play school footy before he went and played under-19s footy. What school did you go to, Andy? Trinity Grammar. And yeah, every kid at the school had to play weekend sport. Yep. Every well, kid at the school. Friday, you could play a Friday. Basketball kids would play on Wednesdays mm. and Fridays, but, but you had to play a competition where you played against the other schools. But And every kid compulsorily had to play sport. It's, yep. It's overwhelming well, off the temper well, Unless I've lost, I've lost my absolute mind. No. Unless I've lost my mind. That was never the case when I was at school. Okay. I could have lost my mind. Mm. Uh, it, it doesn't surprise me that there has been a pushback, if that's the case. That's, that doesn't surprise <laughs> well, me at all. Connor's mm. in Fitzroy. Give us your uh, thoughts, Connor. Andy, um, you're not imagining at all. Um, the temper text beat me to it. But, yeah, all APS schools, all their students compulsory have to rock up every Saturday morning to whatever sport they've chosen and... AGSV, I think it's similar as well. And, you know, you've got five baseball teams. you got the first seconds, and then you got the fifth team who really probably don't want to be there, if I'm being honest. Mm. And they're pretty much forced to rock up. Um, the coach doesn't know too much about the sport because they're just happily just trying to fill that coaching position. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm surprised they, they weren't looking at this a while ago because 
Um, yeah, but, you know, probably COVID and then the financial factors now has forced him to really dig into it. Thanks, right. thanks, Connor. Billy's in Brighton. Far away, Bill. Yeah, look, I didn't ring about this exact topic, boys, but I went to an AGS school and it was compulsory to do summer and winter sport for every student. I, I don't know, we touched up, yeah. touched mm. up these marshal and gooses a fair bit too. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't remember, Billy. I, seriously, maybe it came in after I left. Now, admittedly, I left school a long time ago. I, I, <laughs> I finished in 82, so that'll give you an indication to how long ago that was. But mm. um, it, th- this must have been a policy that came in after I'd left the school. Because mm. I'm, I'm, as I said before, unless my mind has gone to mush, and there's evidence mm. today that it has. But, Andy, but if you, it was, uh, that is... Now that you know that, do you understand my point in saying... I think that's what the parental influence that because it's a Sunday, yes. Saturdays. Yes. I really don't want to have to do this. But what a waste of I'm time. a paying customer because I'm sending but, my but kids Keith, here. They're not really interested. The kid doesn't want to do it anyway. So it's a waste of everyone's time. It's a waste well, of it's the not people. if you can find the passion. Oh no, no. If you can yeah. if kids want to play, great, give them all the options in the world. But if you yeah. are forcing kids to turn up on a Saturday morning, and they've got no interest in being there. Yeah. Uh, think of all the time that you are what, people who are preparing venues, the coaches, the the, t- the teachers who are giving up their weekend time to coach these teams. Well, they're, they're getting extra the money for it. Want it. The kids don't even want to be My here. other point is that the money that they, if there's less of this, now I'm not saying that's the overriding factor with Halebury on this particular mm, case, mm. but that's... Oh, well, I think if Halebury's the first one to do this, they won't mm. be the last. Mm. There'll, be, there'll be schools all over the joint. Who are uh, who are going to be falling into place beyond this? You know, that, that, this is the is this a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I, well, I can't. I'm actually shocked. I'm quite shocked that this has actually ever been policy. Because you could argue it's a good policy to have because it forces some of the kids into an activity that requires a social connection. In a lot of the sports, there's going to be no physical doubt. activity. Now, I don't think it should be compulsory. My personal view. That's on the same. But but I, I can appreciate that. There are benefits. Of course there are. If you do make it compulsory. There's benefits of learning the cello. Right. Are you going to force every kid to go and do a musical instrument? No, I don't think so. It's good for their development? Yeah, I'd love it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm. no, because some kids don't want to learn to play the cello. Yes. Anyway, I'm staggered. And I apologise for challenging your assertion and your understanding of that story because that that just, uh, that that is staggering. Typical Watson aggression. And look at the kick. Look at that goal. Watson. What can Timmy Watson do? He can kick a goal. Watson's got it. Watson goes. This is very exciting, this. This is. Wispy Watch. So oh, we were talking about this yesterday. Yes. Uh, so he's doing a great job. They're really interesting interviews uh, with all the coaches, and he flew up to the Gold Coast, uh, obviously <laughs> probably last week, Yep. and chatted to Dimmer. This is a little list of snippet of his chat with Dimmer. From Punt Road to Milan to the inner sanctum of the Suns, Hardwick has the lure of delivering Gold Coast their maiden premiership. You know, I always sort of look at my time at Port Adelaide and how fondly I... I think of that period where we did salute that for that first premiership there and you know I sort of want this club to experience that as well because it can create a you know an incredible you know band of brothers type atmosphere that will allow us to be the, the side we want to be. Who do you play for four points for, against first? The Tigers. <laughs> the Tigers Jim. How much thought have you given to that? Well not too much I haven't lost one for 13 years so I don't want to start now either which is good but uh... 
Great stuff. Good stuff. It's really lost good stuff. Opening round for 13 years. Is that what he's saying? Uh, no, against no, the... that wouldn't be right. No, Carlton, be Carlton knocked him off a couple of years ago. Yeah. 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 Nah. Last year. Didn't you beat him right round uh, one last year? It was a draw, wasn't it? Oh, the year before you beat him? Yeah. So he's, that's not right. Yeah, Damien. Mm. He's got that wrong. Well, It was a long streak there, but mm. you won a couple of years ago. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paddy Cripps dominated. I'm a gun shot at the moment. Mm. <laughs> no, it was a draw last year. Tommy Lynch kicked I'm, the goal. You're, you're, you're 0 for 2. Haven't haven't best. No, I'm not 0 for 2. You're 0 for I'm 2. I'm getting messages from blokes I went to school with saying definitely not compulsory no, when we were there. Eddie, we've got literally a hundred I, I, over I 100 text messages Keith, that I, disagree with Okay, you. that might have been their experience at their school right. while they were there, but I'm just okay. telling you. I know what I know about my time at school. Okay. So Wispy Watch, we spoke about this yesterday, that uh, quite often Gary and Tim give advice to young journos. They're doing it yesterday, actually. Uh, which just noticed with Tim's stories, a lot of Tim. What do you mean? A lot of Tim in the story. Well, he's, so uh, he's asking night, the question, the so you're going to get his voice. Got the stopwatch out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so the, the story last night went for two minutes, ten seconds. Yeah. In that two minutes, ten seconds. Oh, I'm listening to this. Wispy appeared 14 times. Oh, 14 well, times in a two-minute story? second here or a second Two shots, there. walking through the gym, oh, walking God. through the kitchen. Oh, my God. That's a lot. 14 wow. times in a two-minute 10 story. It's not the amount of times. It's the actual time. Because 14 could like be just for well, a 50, second. 53 seconds in total. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a heavy. two-minute 10 story. That's heavy, isn't it, Andy? That's, about, four, that's about 40, oh, that's about 40% of the story Tim's in. That's a lot of uh, me Is that a bit too much? Well, it's a, well he's a handsome man. <laughs> very <Wispy>. handsome. <laughs> he's great. a very handsome man. Are you fools too? He was saying he hasn't been beaten that's, by Richmond. That's what I'm. That's what he was saying. Clever, That's what he was saying. Smack on the head emoji. So yeah. we'll just we'll just benchmark that. He's gonna he's got some more with the coaches. So two minutes ten. There fourteen be, appearances at, for a total of fifty three seconds. That'll be a PB. So is that around the average? Mm. Is that a bit higher than normal? Well, you've done more of this stuff than we have in recent times. How often did you cut yourself into stories? Not that when, often. How you often? Just have a, the odd two shot. To cover it, yeah, a little pickup shot right. to cover an Sometimes edit. To cover an edit, yeah, there exactly. you go. That's exactly how they do. Oh, it. I just think this is on the excessive side. I don't remember that, right? We'll keep an eye on. Well, what was the right nickname up. you're going to give him? Two shot Tim. Two shot Tim. That, hey, I don't like this. We have to get to the oh, news, I don't, don't we? Do we have to get to the news? You've been the catalyst. Are we going to have any time with you <laughs> after the news, or do you have got, to go? No, we can do that. A couple of minutes, we'll get to Bozza. Right, so let's find out what's making news. Kanga, kanga, kanga. So a bit to like from the, uh, their hit, hit out today against the Pies? It was. Uh, they got the chocolates in the end. Not that it really matters. 15-12-102. Collingwood 10-8-68. Nick Larkey kicked five. Paul Curtis. I think he's a good player, Paul good, Curtis. Good player. Kicked three goals. Uh, Finn McRae was very good for Collingwood. Lockie Schultz looked good uh, for Collingwood. And uh, no injuries that we know of. So that's uh, the most important. I don't give a stuff about the, the kangaroos. <laughs> But I love North Melbourne. <laughs> they had about nine premiership players missing. They did. So Luke Davies Uniac. By the end of this season, he's not top bracket of midfielders yet, just yet, right? He, he should be. Okay. This is the year, right? Yeah. Well, this is the year he joins. Well, the end of twenty two and the start of twenty three. He was the best player in the comp yep. statistically. Take it or leave it, he joins the, yeah, the no, absolute top bracket no, of midfielders by the end of the no, year. Take that. Um what about Lockie Schultz? How did yeah, he go? very good. Yeah, he looked good. Right, um, good. A lot of He's going to be a very good player. People want to know about Nick Dacos. Only played the first half. Yep. Uh, 12 disposals, nine effective, three tackles, two marks. So there you go. Yep, through the midfield. Uh, the kid, McKercher, get on him. Looks good. Uh, Harry Sheasel's had 42 touches of the agate in this game. Now, I know it's what it mm. is, right? And we'll get a better lead next. But teams are not – if North Melbourne improve, 
This is the first thing will start happening in North Melbourne. They will not let Harry Shoes run a mark. Where will he play, do you think? I don't know. More through the middle or just off halfback? Again? Sounds like they want him to be on that halfback flank mm. again the way he was last well, year. Well, why not? Nick Dacos did that for two years, totally, essentially. Totally understand what moving into it. the middle. Nick Larky will win the Coleman this year. Did I say that yesterday? No, but you are, you've you been saying that. He's win. got a beautiful kicking style. He's so simple. He'll win the Coleman this year. Mm. Well, if they're a bit better, there's yeah. a bit of logic behind yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the biggest story, though, is this Sam Walsh story. So he's been ruled out of the game next week as well. Uh, he's, he was running. The, you saw him today, didn't did you? I see did. Him running? I did. He was, yeah, Good. I was there for something else. How did he look? He's doing run throughs through in the middle of Prince's oh, Park with Andrew Russell. What Probably were you there for? Something else. Um, it was half rat power. Mm. Like it was, it was just, it was just movement, is what it was. So, um, so yeah. yeah. So no, there was nothing dynamic about any of the movement that mm. he was. So your alarm bells were ringing. Well, not alarm bells, but if you looked at him today, you'd think, well, they've 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 taken him a long way back from where they would have wanted him to be now you know, going into a season mm. in 15 days or whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah, and Jack Martin, MCL knee sprain, uh, two to three weeks. We're 16 days away from Carlton's opening game. So you think he's going to miss one, yeah. possibly two. He's such an important such player. Such an important player. They're going to go in. He was huge in your second half last no year. No question. That, if Carlton could be with that six. Well, no waitering. Yeah. Uh, Owies will be doubtful. Uh, Durden, uh, Marchbank's been ill. Obviously, Silvani's out for the year. Uh, Martin and Walsh. So, yeah, they've yeah, got a few. Yeah, they've got a few. Mm. Yeah, so they've got some issues. Mm. Uh, anything else before we that's let you go? Let's right get on to Morris. Let's do it, shall we? It's 22 minutes to four, uh, five. The great man's joining us. We're out here at five today because we're heading over to Wellington for the Australia-New Zealand at T20 Clash. 17 minutes to five. It is just an absolute joy to talk the round ball game with Mark Bosnich, part of the Stan Sport football commentary team, of course. Catch all the Champions League action live and exclusive with Bozzer and his mates on Stan Sport, and he had a little health scare last week, and everybody oh, no. who loves the man was terrified when they heard about it, but he bounced back like the champion that he is, was there a day and a half later, and he joins us on the show this afternoon. Hello, Boz. Afternoon, Andy. Afternoon, Gabe. How are you? Yeah, well, flying hey, along. More importantly, how are you? Yeah, very good. I mean, you spoke about the scare. Um, I, I, I was just speaking to somebody before. The scary thing, if you want to put it that way, was that I felt absolutely fine. Um, I had, it was like that somebody was pushing their finger, you know, just there, I would say, uh, the top of the chest and the bottom of the throat, but right in the centre. Mm, and right. that was the day before during weights. And I thought, oh, you know, well, I'll just go for a massage. It should be fine. And then, and, and then the next morning, basically, it was Max Rushton, who we were with at Fox Sports, yeah. uh, sorry, Fox Sports, Fan Sports in the morning, and Craig Foster both turned around and just said, because Max Rushton's father was the head of medicine at Cambridge University during his time. He said, just go get it checked. Robbie Slater as well, who I've been speaking to um, you know, uh, for, for the last couple of months after we had a bit of a hiatus, put it that way, said the <laughs> same. So to my mum, so I went to get checked. And, and this is why it's important. I think everyone is listening to this, man or woman, um, no matter how you're feeling or how you look, to go get checked. Because the first three or four tests they did, I said, there's absolutely no problem. All of a sudden, they'd done that CT scan where they put that ink up your arm. Yeah. And look at that. So, you've passed, but probably not with flying colours. So we think we should do the angiogram. Now, the angiogram involves putting up a little cable, like it's supposed to be like a chicken wire, up your wrist. Now, people get a little bit freaked out. They think, oh, it's really invasive. I'm telling you right now, it wasn't at all. And they don't put you on the general anesthetic. All they do is just basically sedate you. And when they went through that, they saw there was one of the minor arteries did. It, it was. Oh, it had like dear. a 70% blockage. 
So they said, look, we can give you medication for 12 to 18 months, but you might be back here anyway, or you can put a stent in. So I just said, just put a stent in, no problem. And like you said, then I, that was this time last week. I was out Thursday morning at 10, and I was back to work on Friday. Amazing. So to everyone, especially especially after COVID, the jab, what, whichever way you stick with that, whatever, I don't want to get involved in that, but mm. uh, I've had COVID twice. I've had four jabs. So no matter what, like, you know, just go and get checked. It, it takes literally, like I said, uh, okay, mine took a little bit longer because I went through the whole rigmarole. Yeah. But try and go get either the CT scan or especially the angiogram. Don't be afraid of whatsoever. When, after this, uh, uh, Andy, I'll, I'll send you a picture of my wrist. It looks like I've had a little cardboard uh, uh, cut on the on the end of my wrist. It's absolutely nothing. So please go and do that. It's such an important it message, Bozza. Well so boss. good on you for, um, mm. yeah, spreading the word. Yeah. Um, 100%. So, yeah. so you're back at work and the Champions League continues to unfold. Yeah. Um, mixed yeah. results, as they always are. Overnight. Right, right, if you had to pick one right now, if you had to tip a, one club as the club to beat in the race this year, who is it? I've gone for Manchester City. Yeah. Now, my, you could say my bias of playing in England may be coming through a little bit there because Real Madrid supporters will be saying, well, hang on a minute, we're top of the league. We've only lost basically one game in the league all year. Uh, you know, we lost one in, in the in the Spanish Cup, and that's it. So they've got every right to say that as well. Bayern Munich haven't been particularly convincing, including getting beat on the weekend by Bayer Leverkusen, who are absolutely flying. Um, so they haven't been overly convincing. Uh, Arsenal, uh, for me, outside bet because of the type of football that they're yeah. playing. But the one the one that really stands out is is Manchester City. Um, there, there's another lot of outside bets. The two teams we had this morning into Milan, who were the finalists last year, they beat Atletico Madrid. They're, them two teams as well, they could be outside chances. But if I really had to punt for one, I'd turn around and say Manchester City. They won again in the Premier League uh, this morning which uh, against Brentford, which puts them up to 56 points. So they're only one point off the lead. And it'll take a very, very brave person to, to bet against them lifting not only the Premier League, but this Champions League as well. Hey, boys. Uh, go pick, easy there, boss. Just go easy there. On, on the Premier League, don't give it a w- There's another team that predominantly wears red, boss, that's going okay. <laughs> they're going to take <laughs> some pushing aside, I would have thought. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? Where I'm sat here, where my, where my little boy's training, a gentleman who's wearing your illustrious Liverpool shirt actually just turned around and gave me a smile. Right. Well. I, bet he he I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he did. I bet he did. Hey, uh, hey boss, just give me the rundown because um, I, I, I was scouring the internet and I, I read the, the – uh, the story in the Guardian, just that the concerns that the professional football uh, footballers Australia, the the union, uh, are voicing in a in a pretty emphatic fashion that they're they're discontent with the way in which the the, the A League is is unfolding. We know twenty twenty, I think it was, when they separated from um, yep. from Football Australia. Just just reassure us, if you can, hopefully that um, yeah. with the A League, how things are going. Well, Daisy, I've known you what, a very long mm-hmm. time. We're talking, what, decades? And, yes. And Marzi, pretty much the same, right? So, and I, I think you could probably attribute that uh, normally when I, you know, say things, I'm quite blunt. Yeah. I'm going to be straight to the point here and pr- pretty much and say this. Number one, I've, I've been out of the local game since they made their split. I'm, you know, doing the, the, the European football right. stand sport and Channel 9 and doing the Premier League with, with what I do. But I keep in contact with a lot of those people, and we help play the part, massive part, at Fox Sports. Huge. In not, in not, in not taking it. I wouldn't say that. I'm not sort of, you say, delusional to say we weren't an AFL or we weren't a rugby league, but it was at a decent level. You know, I it was. One game, there were 60,000 people. Uh, 100%. But the last two and a half years, I've just sat back, and now when it's sort of come out about some of the things that are going on, and just basically 
I've actually shaken my head. And by all accounts, again, because I'm not right into it, by all accounts, they're in big trouble, mate. Big trouble. Well, they're, um, they're so expanding, they're, though, boss. Well, they're expanding, Daisy, because of what I've been told is, mm. yeah, they need this money from the licenses from yeah. the people to help oh, basically gee. pay off what, what... Well, there you go. So mm. it doesn't really put you in a great position now, okay? There is a shining light. I don't know if you two know him, but I know him very well. Stephen Conroy, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Exceptionally talented man yep. and exceptionally good man as well. Now, he's been made chairman of the APL, the Australian Professional League. So me, for me... He's a, a shining light. From what I've heard, it's a very dark tunnel at the moment. And when I say dark tunnel, I just want to you know, reiterate, because Craig Foster mentioned to me this morning, he's obviously no super the CFO that they were going to do an article in The Guardian. Mm-hmm. Basically, what he read out to me, I haven't read the actual article, but what Craig Foster read out to me is like, they're in trouble. Simple mm-hmm. as that, so I can understand their concerns. And it's really, it's really in a way, it's, it's, it's so frustrating because... What we all saw was killed us, even with the Socceroos at the World Cup. Mm. You know, the, the, you know the, the country was galvanised, especially by the Matildas. And what they've got to be very, very careful of is this. You need to have a professional league if, you're, if you want to compete in World Cups and Asian Cups. Or as FIFA will say, your team can't compete. Your national team cannot compete in these competitions until you have a professional league that's running. So it, it, it's going to be very tricky waters. And how they navigate them is going to... It's, oh, put it this way. For the next five to ten years, we'll be basically mapped out how they navigate these next five to ten months, in my opinion. Well, it's hard to believe where oh, it was. And you, you've got every right to give you and your team a pat on the back for what you did when you are at Fox Sport because yeah. uh, the combination of what you had with leading into the Premier League was magnificent for football fans around Australia. And I do think that it's lost a bit of momentum, um, you know, it went once the thing started to get sort of split all over the joint. So, so I reckon you've got a right to pat you on the back, self on the back. Hey, just quickly, how big an impact Mbappe to Real Madrid – how big is that? Well, absolutely huge. The other thing I heard yesterday as well, and this is from a source over in Europe, that the City Group, obviously Manchester City's people, uh, have been seen meeting with these officials as well. That hasn't been confirmed or denied. Um, so that would be absolutely huge as well. And that would be huge for the Premier League. So just to put that into context as well, um, you know, just for example, if a lot of people that were listening down there are obviously AFL supporters, yeah. you know, Australian Rules supporters, just say there were... Uh, not in an Australian AFL competition. There was competitions in each state. Okay, so there's mm-hmm. a like Victoria competing with South Australia yep. for the, one of the very best talents to play in their league, not only for their team, but to play in their league as well. You know, so when when you're, say, the Premier League and you can turn around to international broadcasters and go, by the way, we've also got Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. That's huge for you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and from the team perspective, I could go on about it all day. It would definitely change my answer well, what I said before about Real Madrid, whose favourite is Real Madrid or Manchester City. If he went to Real Madrid, then I would say Real Madrid. But if he went to Manchester City, yeah, I'd stop you, Gazy, as you're asking that question and turn around and say Manchester City, hands down. Well, let's just yeah. wait and see. It's a fascinating story and he's such a beautiful player and uh, it will be that sort of uh, emphatic, the nature of it all, when he does decide one way or another. Hey, we're delighted to know that you're up and about. Yes. Uh, the message at the start of this is so important to everybody yeah, listening. Go, and yeah. guys, Honestly, please. Just go get tested because, like I said, I, if anyone who had talked to me last week or seen me, absolutely no. But other than that, just, that was just annoying. It just didn't feel right. Yeah. You know, like I said, just at the and all it was in the middle of the chest, but at the top, just where your neck started. It was like somebody just pressing a finger there. And lo and behold, 
like I said, it was it was a blockage. It well, was it wasn't a, it was seventy percent or whatever, but it was a blockage. So you just never know. And obviously, what happens in the late great Shane Warne, um, it, it, it's it's please everyone, just go and get checked. It will take honestly, even if you do have to have the angiogram if you're over fifty like me. If there's nothing wrong with you, it'll be finished in five to ten minutes. It's a perfect and it's a perfect. Well, I finished it. I'm going to send this to you now, Marzi, on your phone. You're going to see my wrist. You're going to go, oh, my God. It basically looks like somebody's got a text and just put a dot on my wrist. Well, you sound magnificent now, mate, and it's good to hear you. Thanks for joining us on the show.